cutscenes and cupcakes the podcast the podcast this is our first episode of our spooky series for the month this is our spooky series zombies rising from the grave i think spooky series are my favorite of the year I, I do don't know. I season. don't know what it is, but like horror games are just—they're so much fun. I, fun I really enjoy them, which is crazy because like I'm a scaredy cat. I'm a huge <laughs> scaredy cat. Last night we played some scary games, and I was very stressed out the entire night, even after I got home. But Aww. then I woke up like kind of high off of it, and I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> I know hallways when I close my eyes. (laughs) I was like thinking about that game last night and I'm like, I want to play more of it. Like there's so much more to explore and see and learn and all sorts of things. I've just been kind of thinking about it. (laughs) I feel like with horror games and horror movies, the suspense of like, am I going to continue thinking about this? Am I going to have nightmares about this? Is it going to haunt my like days is more scary than the actual scariness of it that's true you're like how is this affecting me which is why i haven't watched the shining yet but i everyone references it and says it's amazing watch so I, the shining i haven't oh. seen the shining or dr sleep I and i want to like watch Doctor shining, sleep. you're pretty good either. it's like scary but it's like 80s movie scary right it's like carrie yeah which i haven't seen but yeah but yes, now I'm, oh. now I'm trying to think of what the scariest movie I've ever watched is. Like the one with the tree. Maybe, maybe we'll talk about this in an upcoming side mission. Oh, maybe, yeah. <laughs> so think about it, Steph, and it'll come to you. <laughs> Sounds but, like a plan. But yes, um, yes, spooky series, yay! Um, yay. We like to talk about scary video games and then rate them in desserts. It's what we do on our show. So yes, yes, our show Cutscenes and Cupcakes the podcast. That's us. I'm Riley. <laughs> and I'm uh, I'm Marley. <laughs> I'm Lindsay. And I'm Lindsay. 2.0. Got it. Yep. I'm the <laughs> other Lindsay. You're the, the upgraded other. me. <laughs> oh no. But I'm the original. Oh. You're the OG. No, I'm original just garbanzo bean. That's Steph, you guys. Don't let her fool you. Uh, what video game are we talking about today? <laughs> the Quarry. The Quarry. If you guys have not listened to our other episodes on the other uh, Dark Pictures anthology, the super, uh, the super, Madan. What's the other one? Little Hope. Little, Little Hope. Hope. House of, House of Ashes. We haven't done House of Ashes yet, though. We have did, we? like... We, we might have done the first impressions. Okay. Well, so here's our little background story. We play and have played uh, Until Dawn. Like, seven million times. So many times. We've played great, it a great lot. Great game. It's such yeah. a Go game. listen to our episode. It's on wonderful. It. Yeah. Rami Malik is in it. Not the episode, the video Hayden, game. Hayden, Hayden, Pantier. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Not Pantier. Pantier. And then the girl Pantier. from Superstore is in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So 
Yeah, we love, we love that game. We've played it a lot. There's a lot of ways to play it. There's a lot of endings, and we've gotten many of them, if not all. And then the same company came out with Dark Pictures Anthology, which is and a we were so excited. A, yeah, a collection of a uh, similar like uh, choice action. Oh yeah, choice games. Um, quick time events, spoopy, spoopy survival mm-hmm. horror. The first one was Nautical, Man and Madame. The second one was Witches, two of our favorite topics. I do. I was really excited about the Nautical one. And I, I was excited about the Little Hope <laughs> one. I like boats. So you guys should go s- listen to those episodes, and then you can listen to this one. And uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, they came out with the quarry this year and just by like kind of some of the articles and things about it, it seemed like studio supermassive games was really like, okay, you know what? We're sorry. We're sorry about these other ones. That's my amused impression. (laughs) But we came out with this other game that, that we think you'll like, and it's a little more on tap with until dawn. Um, but anyways, what I was saying was, oh yes. So then the quarry, we hear about this game that it seems like it's actually going to be more similar to until dawn. And so like, uh, we, we got more excited about it and like, I don't know, I was more hopeful about this one. I don't know about you guys. Um, and so it came out in July, which I kind of, I thought was weird for a horror game. Yeah, their release dates kind of suck because they have another one coming out that is H.H. Holmes themed Yes, uh, next month. Yeah, it comes out November 1st or something like that, which is like, wait, no. A little too late. (laughs) Horror season just ended. Now we're wanting to get into like other things, you know? It's Mm -hmm. like, no. So I guess I guess I shouldn't complain to have a horror game come out in July because then you'll have it and can play it leading up into spooky season. Right. And is it like, I know it's kind of inspired by like, um, Friday the 13th. Yeah. Teen slashers. And that happens in the summertime. I guess that's true. Yeah. No, Lindsay, you're totally right. The setting, I guess the setting fits because it's it's very like summer camp. Friday the 13th. Mm hmm. So do you, why don't we, why don't we go into it? Do you want to give your yeah. little Let's dive there? in. Um, let's see. So I've got the Wikipedia pulled up. The Quarry is a 2022 interactive drama horror video game developed by Supermassive Games. As we discussed, you control nine teenage counselors who must survive their last night at Hackett's Quarry Summer Camp. Who goes to summer camp at a quarry? Um, sorry, I haven't played the game, so you, <laughs> this is their book report, and so I'm learning all kinds of new things. Among supernatural creatures and violent locals, players must make many choices throughout the game, which may significantly affect character development, relationships, the story's plot, and its ending. All nine play- playable characters may survive or die, depending on the player's decisions. It was a spiritual successor to Until Dawn. And yes, has lots of people in it and is available on lots of consoles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there you go. Thank you, Lindsay. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so this one, it has Brenda Song and like David Arquette and Ariel Winter, just to name a couple of the maybe more recognizable names for some people. Um, but uh, let's see. So yes, you you switch off playing the different characters and um, it's very... It's very similar to some of the Dark Anthology pictures where when you start off in the game menu, you can like choose to do um, like couch co-op or you can play online, I'm pretty sure. So you can do like local play or not. And then um, and then you'll pick like player one gets to be this person and this person. Player two is this person. And so depending on which character's scene is up, you'll pass the controller to your friend on the couch next to you or whatever. Mm -hmm. So there were four of us playing and there's, well, is there nine characters? Or is there, I thought there was only like eight because I thought it was even. There might only be eight, but in the end it doesn't really matter because if you have to play through more than one sitting... You kind of forget who you are anyways. That's true. And that's what happened with us. We we were like, oh, wait, no, I was playing so-and-so. No, I was. And we're like, nah, just play. <laughs> <laughs> and so we we, did, we still switched off. It was a lot of fun. And then um, throughout the game, people die too. So you have to take that true. into account. Well, and okay. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to say this part because I really wanted to bring it up. But like this this game was a little bit different in regards to like in comparison to like until dawn in that I feel like there was a lot more cinematic. There wasn't a lot of gameplay. Yeah. I like, like there were times where it was my turn with the controller and I'm playing this character and there was a lot of like dialogue going on between characters and maybe only like, two choices of like dialogue that you could participate in and then um and then the scene would like be over and it's like i didn't even do anything mm. or or you'd be watching a cut scene or something and so there was a lot more of that in the quarry than i feel like with until dawn like i feel like in until dawn you were a lot more like there was a lot more to explore and search for and kind of go around and travel to and from but like this one there was like almost way too many cutscenes. I feel like it, it almost seemed like we were just watching a movie by the end of mm. it, especially. And that was kind of hard because you're like, no. Oh, oh, here, here, wait. here's what else I wanted to say about it. I just remembered the QTEs and like some of the decisions and stuff like mechanic wise, it was better than like man of Medan. And oh, like it was quicker, yeah. like, it was easier to like respond. However, it was so much less forgiving because you would like miss your first QTE and immediately die. And, be and you're like, and you're like, wait a second, can I? Do I not get another chance? Like, give me a warm up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so hmm. it was very. And and then there, I swear there were even times when um. Like, it didn't even give you, like, the chance. Like, all you had to, I think your character, like, you either, you know, you chose to run or hide. And let's say you chose to hide. Again, like, you would just, like, immediately die rather than, like, it gave you a wrong chance. Choice and you'd have no other choices. Yeah, yeah. like, you you wouldn't get the chance to maybe try and fight off the, the creature or the person or whatever is attacking you. And then get another chance. Like, it was very one and done. And that was a little disappointing because... Like there were, there were a couple of characters that 
you wanted to see more of. You wanted to have that their part continue. And then all of a sudden they're just dead and you're like, okay, well now I'm 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 done with this game. Like <laughs> But we didn't when... have anyone die till the last time we played. I didn't feel like. Yeah. No, and that's true, but it just seemed like it was just one right after the other. Well, yeah. And it um, was it was getting frustrating because we're like I just got the controller in my hands and now I'm, you know, I'm playing this character and like what you Steph said, like you didn't even get a warm up, you know, all of a sudden it was just, you were being attacked. And if you missed it once you were dead and you're like, well, okay, here's the controller, pass it on to the next person. Sorry guys. <laughs> well, it does give you the option at the end of replay chapters, which we didn't, haven't done yet, but I would like to go back and see if we could save some people. Yeah. So I do want to dive into the plot a little bit because it is. Oh yes. Cool. Go ahead. So go ahead. you start out like you are camp counselors. Um, okay. So you start out and you are a couple driving to camp and you see something in the road and swerve. So you don't miss it or so you don't hit it. And then your car breaks down. And I mean, just to make things quick, you guys, the couple does not make it to camp. And then the next day is when all the rest of the counselors come to camp and they're just like, Oh, I guess the, this, these two just didn't come this year. Um, and that's as far as they look into it. Apparently they didn't communicate with their parents to tell them, Hey, they're not here. They Interesting. Just, they just camp counselors. The yeah. They just, they didn't show up. You know, these <laughs> they didn't have like an administrator. <laughs> I mean, their administrator was a uh, Arquette, David Arquette. So I don't know how much I trust him. <laughs> Anyways. Wow. So cutscene to the last day. All the kids have left. It's just the counselors cleaning up and getting ready to go. But one douchey counselor who's supposed to drive everyone home or back to town uh, wants to hang out with his girlfriend or the girl he likes a little bit longer. So he fucks He's, up the truck. He sabotages the what truck. What kind of a-hole <laughs> would you have and to of be? Course, David Arquette was like, you guys need to get out of here. You don't want to stay the night up here. And this yeah, thing. you guys have to leave tonight. Like he was very insistent on like you have to leave tonight. And this little or before dark horn dog was like, no way, I'm gonna fuck her. He doesn't say that, but um, that's what's on his mind because that's what's on all men's mind always. Oh, oh no. <laughs> um, and then you find out through other series of events that um, the camp counselor and his family are werewolves. And you have to survive them. So basically, mm. uh, yeah, David Arquette's a werewolf. Yeah, he yeah. is. Why did he warn him to go off? He should have been like because he doesn't want to kill people. Please stick he around. He doesn't like being a werewolf. <laughs> no, just oh, a curse okay. upon his family. Because as you find out through this third character, this other character, a uh, fortune teller lady who is old from the face to her chin and then the neck down she's and then a babe. Like, no wrinkles. Yeah, like she's like super wrinkly and we're like and they just that at her neck. it's just like a prosthetic like skin and whatever she's like, like the they just like aged her, her there. You keep but talking stuff. I'm going to pull up a picture so Lindsay can see. I'm excited so, for this. She's a little like tarot lady so you collect tarot cards to kind of give you like future hmm. telling. Which is kind of fun because I'm into tarot and I kept being like, oh, it's the fool. That means you're making poor decisions, but it's going to be end up being it for good reasons or something like that. But uh, you find out that she was in a traveling circus with her son, the wolf boy. And then... Is that what his name is? No, I don't know what his name was. <laughs> the white wolf, I think. Um, hmm. 
and then you ah <laughs> marley's showing me yeah, a see? woman with greenish skin and very wrinkly face and the like body of a 20 year old <laughs> yeah. yeah it's so weird <laughs> very weird and she's wearing like a low like kind of off the shoulder shirt so you can really see that there are no wrinkles or like <laughs> on her shoulders or anything on her shoulders. It's all on her face. So, yep. anyways, her her son, the the young pup wolf guy, um, gets killed by the townspeople, and then the town is cursed, and they're werewolves. Like that's the, whole the town. Uh, no, I guess just this the just David Arquette family. Yeah, what? Okay. I can't remember what they're. <laughs> But their real name the, is the Hackett's. The Hackett's, because it's Hackett's Corey. Mm. Oh, there we go. So the Hackett's get cursed to be werewolves. Um, Hackett's Quarry is usually protected by the Hackett family, Mima, Pop Pop Magop, and <laughs> Blood Muscles. Okay. <laughs> we don't know their names, <laughs> oh. but through the Those series were our of other events. They get killed by the werewolves as well. Or the time mm -hmm. that Blake or just shot off Mima's face. Yeah, no, it wasn't oh, even just the werewolves. Really like violent. some of the some of the um the characters, the camp counselors killed them. At least in our playthrough. Ma'am. You know, the story wasn't horrible. I know I just told it horribly. <laughs> <laughs> But okay, oh, what happens so, at the end? Like, tell me how it shakes out. So uh, you have to kill. <laughs> uh, don't you have to kill like you have to kill the original wolf so that you can cure the wolves? It's like a it's like a werewolf MLM. You okay, have to cut them off at the head. So right. all their their down <laughs> their what's it called their downdrift. Won't, yep, head won't of the snake kind of yep. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, exactly. And so yeah, you're trying to kill the OG werewolf. So Wolf Boy, but he was already killed. So David Arquette. Yeah, but David Arquette is supposedly a lovable little camp counselor. So people were having like all these morality issues about killing him. He also had children. So, wow. Um. So yeah, uh, and so in a couple, if you now that you have stopped and listened to our other dark anthology pictures episodes. You know that some of our biggest complaints is that they go for such shitty, non-metaphysical, non-mystical endings. It's like, oh, they were just on drugs, or oh, they just have schizophrenia. Um, and so I did like that this like wasn't just like, oh, everyone had It been was all a dream. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they were all at a super orgy and got hooked on LSD and they're just stuck in this loop of imagining <laughs> werewolves and sex and orgies. Um so like they really were werewolves. But it just kind of like was cool, cool, cool then wah, wah. so um listeners just to be clear Marley and Stephanie have not finished House of Ashes. Yeah. Oh, that is correct. So yeah. there is that. Well, we need you have the copies. <laughs> you are welcome to come play it anytime you want. <laughs> I think never... I just downloaded it. I don't think I have it physically. Oh, dang it. So but yes. I'm not hauling I... my PlayStation around so you guys can come play it. <laughs> 
But yes, no, this this game, like, I think it started off pretty strong. There was a lot of intrigue. You had a lot of interesting characters and there were some good scary moments, um, you know, because as as the camp counselors, so you're you're stuck there overnight, um, but they don't know. Like, they, they're just like, oh, we're just going to have one more night of fun, you know, yeah, before we have to leave. Go and find the camp counselors alcohol yeah and they just dare they do like a big bonfire at the beach and just kind of hang out and but slowly you know they get separated and just like different things happen and there's a creepy scene where there's um a couple of them that are swimming in the lake because they you know they want to swim in the lake and then there's yeah they they, they go underwater and find a dead body and like just like you know, there's some good scary Who moments. He dips and then goes underwater to find a dead body. Like I don't. That wasn't the their plan. It just happened because they were skinny dipping. Um, and then a finger floated to the surface. No, there was a dude that was like, like oh. weighted down and like chained like to the bottom. Oh. Well, and also like the werewolves, like things are. I mean, they're they're pretty scary, but at the same time they. Reminded us a lot of the Wendigos from Until Dawn. They weren't yeah. very werewolfy. They were a so lot. So they're the werewolves from Harry Potter three. Yes, Stephanie's yes, favorite. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's. I hate the movie so much. <laughs> but there's like this moment where you go. There's like an island, little island in the middle of the lake, and there's like a cabin over there, like a like a treehouse kind of cabin, and it's just kind of like a fun little, you know. I'm sure they used it for something when they were doing their camp in the summer. Fun but crack house. A what? Nothing. You can take. Did you that say? Out. Did you say crack house? No, I said fuck house. Oh. Worse. <laughs> anyway, so there's like one point where um, a single person goes over there and is like looking around, and it's just really spoopy, and you can tell, like, you just there's also. Okay, because you have the whole werewolf element going on, but then there's also, like, the haunted element going on with the old lady and her son. Yeah. And so you, like, have, like, these two mixes of things. And and then there's this whole was... element as well. So the, the couple that doesn't ever show up, you find oh, out yes. that they've been locked up by the police officer. Oh. Who is why? Who's it? Who's he's, also a hackett and he's hack in on it. it. Oh. Yes. He's in on it. Because so why did he lock him up? The one guy be- got bit. One of by them a got werewolf. bit. Oh. And so he was keeping them. Was keeping him safe. And the other one knew too much, so he kept them both. Yeah, no, there's there's so a there's lot. like these like different things going on, and you're like, okay, this is kind of like one uh incestual family city town place. Shouldn't Small be happening. towns, man. Like, I feel this is what's happening up in Manaway right now. <laughs> I'm telling you. I just went camping there earlier this summer. Yeah, you did. Yeah, they're pretty nice people, and they're, and they're they have a little cemetery car. on the hill. All they have flesh eating bacteria for a pumpkin. month out of the year in their lake. Okay, so anyway, um, <laughs> no, like all werewolves. The thing about this game, like we we're just kind of saying, is there's a lot of different elements, a lot of things going on and everything kind of converges obviously. But I feel like, I feel like they, I feel like they put too much focus on the werewolves, which are not, again, they're not even werewolves. Um, I feel like it would have been a much spookier and 
um, more intriguing game if they had maybe focused on like the haunting part of it a little bit more and like that whole element. Like, I feel like there, there should have been more like kind of ghosty scenes. And yes, I'm saying that, like, which is funny because I don't like the ghosty stuff, mm-hmm. but I feel like for plot wise, they should have maybe put a little more focus on that because that's kind of where it all started was this lady with the traveling, you know, the traveling circus, the fortune teller lady. It all started with pants. (laughs) (laughs) It all, it all kind of started with her. And when they, you know, it was all like her revenge plot and everything, you know, her getting back at this family for destroying her circus and her family. So it's like, I feel like they should have put a little more emphasis on that rather than like, Oh, there's these werewolves and they're scary. And I don't know. Do I, I think I disagree. I think that I wish they would have focused more on the werewolves and did less of the lady. If they would have left that part out, mm-hmm. I think it would have been fine. And you could focus on this interesting story about how werewolves are like for like 29 out of 30 days, 29 out of 30 days of the year. They're just like fine. They have families. And so there is this moral like thing. Should we kill these people? Is there a way to cure them? And what does it mean if we don't? Um, I mean, cause there's these, like one of the kids gets bitten and he uses a chainsaw to cut off his own arm. So he won't change. Oh my God. <laughs> you can choose to, you can choose yes, okay, to do you, that. We chose to do that. And we chose to do that. <laughs> guys, that was, is a so terrible way to take off your arm. He and survived. And then it was just like, oh, this is me now. And boop doo on with my life. It was a little weird. You're like, dude, are you not in pain? Like, did, did they did they not cauterize it? Like, how did no, they, he survive? I had the stump, and he was good. No, they cauterized it. Did they with what? I think they did. I think you're right. I think they, they cauterized like it or something. Yeah, oh, I swear they did. But still, um, but even like there's a couple that went into the woods after Truth and Dare because they had the hots for each other, and one of them becomes a werewolf. So it's this like idea: Do I kill this cat, this kid that I was just making out with, or do I uh, like run away and let him live? But mm. at the same time, like I think in those like quick scenarios, like they don't really fully understand what's going on. Us as the players of the game, like we're controlling it. We're seeing everything that's going on. So it's easy for us to be like, to make those kinds of decisions or even like consider them. But for those guys, like, I don't think they're really like, I mean, sure. They had to make a split second decision of, and we cut that guy's hand off. But at the same time, like, I don't think they fully knew what was what was going to happen maybe some of them yeah. because again they're separated we have the and whole picture and they don't right well and that's yeah. also true though with like the story of the traveling circus do they i don't think they ever find out why there are even werewolves they just know they're being attacked by them every time you guys talk about the traveling circus i just wait for it to say the traveling pants like <laughs> <laughs> The story of the traveling pants. <laughs> I, I did. I did like the tarot card element though in this game. Like I thought that was kind of fun. It was very fitting. Um, it was kind of interesting though how you come across them because you would like be walking in a room and you would like, oh, I'm gonna go see what's down this hallway, see if there's any like things to explore. And then you like turn the doorway, and then all of a sudden, like this the screen 
would like shift and then there'd be like a giant tarot card in your face and you have to hurry and like press X so that you like get it. And then mm. it would like zoom back to where you were and you're like, Oh, okay. I, that, that was all I needed down this hallway. I don't know. It was just kind of mm. weird. Sometimes the camera angles, you're just like, no, I want to look this way. <laughs> it, it took place of the, um, the, the totems. No, oh. I think of the guy in the dark pictures. Um, not oh, the, the narrator or whatever. The, the curator. The curator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, we... I have to ask. I have to ask. Did they play that damn song? No. No. Because okay. it's separate. This <laughs> okay. Corey, Corey is completely separate from all like, these games. So they played it in the front of Until Dawn, and then they launch a new series, and they play it every single game. Oh, oh death. death. I'm like, <laughs> stop, stop. So I think we oh. ended up killing the majority of the people. <laughs> Oh. By accident. Uh, by accident. But no, most people were dead. Um, we thought even we could save Brenda Song, but she was dead. Yeah. It was it was tough. Like I said, there it was just so it's one very and done. Unforgiving. Yeah. I, I wish like we need to go back and replay yeah. some chapters because I would like to see if we could keep some people alive and what would happen if we mm-hmm. I feel like we did we end up killing David Arquette? I can't remember. I think we did. We killed a big portion of the Hackett family. Yeah, everybody was dead from the family. But I'm trying to remember, like, who survived at the end. I think um, the one-armed guy, he survived, didn't he? No, because he was in the he was in the trailer or the magnetic car thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, in the junkyard. That's yes. right. Um, Who survived? Uh, did I the bitchy girl know. survive? Emma. Oh, maybe. Um, Do you just assume all women named Emma are bitchy? No, I'm reading about oh, okay. a certain actress who is in the prodigal son. She's oh, the yeah. prodigal son's sister. I was going to... I made that... Years. I made that connection while we were playing the game, but the people, Forgot everyone it. that we are with has, do, has, doesn't know prodigal son, but you know, yeah, Lindsay, I, I know just, it. Yeah. You, Cause you told me, she, I think she's show. the only actor I know from this lineup. <laughs> you don't know Brenda song. I do. She looks familiar, oh. but I don't Disney channel. I don't watch Disney channel. Well, I don't watch it anymore either. You didn't watch it as a child. No, I didn't have cable as a child. We uh-huh. talked about this. It the was sweet, embarrassing. What about the sweet life of Zach and Cody? Never watched it. Um, who else was who else was in it? David Arquette, Brenda Ariel Song. Winter, wasn't she from oh, Modern, from Modern Family? Family? Oh, I do know her. Okay. Yeah. She's cute. She grew up nicely. Hey. Yeah, she's really cute. Um yeah, I don't know anyone else. <laughs> well, um, but it yeah. was it was uh, fine. Like I feel like you could see how from Marley and I both wanted something different from this game that like the story was just a little bit underdeveloped. I feel like they were on a really good trajectory and then it just falls flat. Hmm. So what would you rate it? Uh, are like, we ready for that part 
And yeah. can we do spooky ratings again? Like, I rate it in 10 headstones. No. Is sure. that what we did? Okay. That's what yeah. I did one year. So tonight for my dinner, for I'm trying to do cute little October things for my kids every night. Um, I got hot dogs and I got crescent rolls. And I sliced Made the crescent, yes. And I sliced the crescent rolls long, and then wrapped the crescent rolls around the hot dogs, and then got little candy eyes to put on it. That's so adorable. They were li- your hot dogs. You just take them off. Although okay. I, I actually think Blake ate them. Ew, um, you should definitely use olives next time. Well, my family doesn't like olives either, so they would also you just love take olives. Off. Though. I would eat it, but my family wouldn't. Well, they can take them off. It's better think, than the candy. I don't think kids care though if there's candy okay. on their hot dog. All right, all Anyways. right. Anyways, I'll, I'll reserve my judgment. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't notice if they changed the taste. I don't think they changed the taste at all of the hot dog. So I made little, yeah, hot dog mummies. So I'll rate mine in hot dog mummies, and I'd give it like. Two, Ooh. two, yeah, like two and a, like you kind of oh. like. I want more, but do I want more? They womp, were good, womp, womp, womp. but they weren't that good. It was fun, but it wasn't that fun. I don't know. Maybe two I and think a it's half. <laughs> Not to argue with the game because I haven't played it, but I think that I would think that the mummies were fun. And that fun. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, they were still hot dogs wrapped in crescent rolls, and I'm not a huge hot dog person. I'm not so, a huge crescent roll person. Yeah. So they, I like both things. It was fine. It worked. Yeah. It was a game. But was it a nutritional <laughs> game? <sighs> out of okay, if out of okay, this will this will be good. Out of Until Dawn, Man of Medan, Little Hope. And this game, I would put the bottom, Manamadan. Okay, I would go. I go Manamadan, Little Hope, this game, and then Until Dawn. So it comes in second. It comes in second out of the four. Okay. If I had played House of Ashes, I would add that to it. So maybe we'll have to get to that so we can do our rating out of five. Yeah, it's just yeah. Fun. I, or I maybe we know. maybe but by next season we'll have played the H H Holmes games, which. I am cautiously optimistic about because the source material of just H.H. H. Holmes and his creepy acidness is just so good. They have a lot to work with. Not A-C-I-D. No, ass. Like he's like A-S-S-E-D-N-E-S-S. A-S-S-E-D-N-E-S-S. Yes, he's a creepy uh, ass. So his actions is creepy acidness. Okay. 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 That's a w- word. Marley, um, you sounded like you were going to defend it a little more. You sounded surprised. Yeah, I I guess I wasn't expecting Steph to give it such a, a low rating, but I mean, you know, that's how you feel about it, and that's that's fine. I I I I guess I didn't think you'd go below three. I I would give it above three. I I'd say pretty close to a four. Um maybe so we'll just do 3.75 mummy crescents mummy hot dog so you like things. spat out the candy yeah <laughs> the or the olives especially if you put olives on it yuck oh. throw those away marley would rather have candy on her hot dogs than olives yeah i totally would yeah. um 
but no, I, I would give it a little bit higher rating because I, 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 I enjoyed this game. I mean, sure. I have some complaints about it. I have a lot of complaints about it. It's definitely not as good as until dawn. And I kept comparing it to it, but at the same time, like, I think it has a lot of potential or I was, I was pretty excited about it and it has a lot of potential and I have been, especially as we're kind of going into the spooky season, I've been thinking more about the game and how I want to either go back and play some chapters or just do a new playthrough and see what else, what else there is with it. Um, Cause I feel like, I feel like especially there at the end and, and yeah, sure. Maybe it's because we killed off a lot of characters quite quickly and we weren't expecting it to, but I feel like, our last sit through of playing this game, it was very rushed. It ended a lot quicker. And so I, I kind of feel unsatisfied about it. And so that's why I want to, I want to try it again. I want to keep going. Mm -hmm. um, so I think I'm with that, satisfied. <laughs> I think with that there, that's why I would give it at least a 3.75 out of five on my score. Um, because I think the replayability is there. All right. Well, I don't have a rating because I didn't play it, but yeah. I would rate you guys five out of five for telling the story of the quarry. Do you um, want to play it, Lens? Does might. it sound interesting to it you? It sounds intriguing. It sounds like a fun, you know, night with friends kind of thing. Um, but I, I'm not, I have a lot of other games I want to digest first. Gotcha. So. Gotcha. But, you know, I mean, if I ever come across it and it's spooky season, I'll be like, oh, you know, let's give it a shot. If it's, you know, cheap on the store or whatever, like, I'll probably download it. So, yeah. Yeah. It's a game. So let's fire off some quick not a sponsors. Sure. Shall we? I'll go first. Do it. Um, I finally thought of something. Um, I was yeah. going back and forth and trying to figure out what's new in my life. Cause I've been watching like the same show forever because I love it. And it's, there's a lot of seasons. Supernatural. I, I was going to say. Me, you've been telling me I need to watch like three different shows. Yes. But I was trying to think to of something. Marley. <laughs> I was trying to think. I know I've been watching a lot of Supernatural, but so the one that, okay. So the one show that I do want to talk about is this, this little one called Rings of Power. Have you guys heard of it? No. <laughs> Isn't it based on that like little Hobbit indie novel that came out of like few Frudu and Ganondorf? Yeah. I mean, there's no hobbits in this show, but yes, it is based off Okay, it's like the prequel to Hobbits is. I know, I know. Sorry. I'm being I'm being a bit of a Tolkien nerd. Um a nerd. Okay, I have something to say about okay. Is it pronounced Tolkien or Tolkien? Because I've heard a lot of Tolkien nerds call it Tolkien and not Tolkien. It is I don't, what you want it to be. I don't really know. It might depend on where you live, whether is that's it rolling the UK. Or no, all the no, all the people I've heard call it Tolkien are in Utah. Well yeah, but that I think, says a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, all the people I hear call it Tolkien are also in Utah. The people I associate with are Utahns. Yes, because you're in Utah. Um yes. Fuck. So I don't know what the right way to say it is. So I'm just going to say how I say it. And that's Tolkien. Okay. Or did I say Tolkien before? 
No, I don't think you did. Said- <laughs> you were just uh, being. Do way, I switch? I did you were just being up. snobby about the Hobbit sis. I was going to be snob- snobby about the Tolkieniness. Can I tell you guys why I'm liking it though? Well, Lindsay just looked it up. The pronunciation. Tolkien. Um, here. According Tolkien. to who? It's Tolkien. T O W L dot K E E N. Tolkien. Tolkien. Yeah. Okay. Um, according to Google, pronunciation. reputable source. What gotcha. does that bitch know? A lot. So much. <laughs> okay. Anyways, so yes, Rings of Power. It's a Lord of the Rings universe thing, but it all takes place like a lot, lot earlier than what we know from the Fellowship, Two Towers, Return of the King, all of that jazz. Um, but there's a lot of characters that. Um, that you know, and that is Galadriel and Elrond of the elves because they live freaking forever. So of course they're going to be in it, but they're younger. So that's kind of cool to see Mm. like how they kind of come to be um, such, you know, big leaders in their, in their little elven communities. Blake keeps getting mad at, mad at me because I keep making Elrond Hubbard jokes. (laughs) Elrond Hubbard's the founder of Scientology. I know that. (laughs) <laughs> but anyways, um, I'm all I'm currently as of the recording of this episode, I am all caught up with the show and because they've, they've been doing it, you know, release an episode a week. And from the beginning, I have been pretty impressed. I was hesitant because I'm like, I love the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Love, love, love. And I'm like, how how are they going to how are they going to capture the same feeling? How are they going to do this? And I feel like they did. You know, sure, it's a little bit different. You have some new characters, the names, the world looks a little bit different. But I feel like, um, I feel like they're they're doing a pretty good job with it, and they have the budget. So you know, you're you know that the CGI and the action and the music and everything and the costumes, the cinematography, everything is top notch. Hmm. Um, I. I don't like that I'm all caught up because now I have to wait a week until the next episode. But it's it's really good, you guys. So if you like Lord of the Rings or if you just want like a fun fantasy show, then watch Rings of Power. Yeah, I've watched the first two episodes and I have liked it. Do you find out any more about the naked man? Um, A little bit. Okay. But not a lot. There's Paul also Bettany? there's also theories. No, there's but, also theories as to who he is. Yeah, Blake is looking Paul Bettany. <laughs> Jeffrey Paul Bettany Chaucer is very naked. Exactly. It is not Many. Chaucer, the writer. <laughs> but yes, uh, I trudge <laughs> to trudge. <laughs> the act of trudging. <laughs> it's allegorical. Well, that's for Ishmael to decide for themselves. <laughs> Steph, what's your not a sponsor? Your little Nas. My little Nas X is a novel I listened to this week called Boyfriend Material. It's a British book. Um, it's a British queer rom com about a guy. I mean, it's it's a really uh predictable book. It's a romance novel. It's very sweet and cute about like this uh kind of rock star child of rock star parents kid who's kind of a fuck up who needs to find a 
someone to be his boyfriend or pretend to be his boyfriend. So he looks good um, for his job. And so he finds this like um, lawyer boyfriend to help him like, like shine up his, his image. And they pretend to be boyfriends because the lawyer guy wants to have a boyfriend to take to his parents' anniversary um, party. And I bet you guys can figure out what happens at the end. Uh, they fall in love. Pretending to be boyfriends. Oh. But it, it's cute. It was really fun. It was a really quick and easy listen. Um, it's Let me see who the author is. So, And it uh, it was the... I At first, the like narrator kind of not bothered me, but it's not like the posh British accent. It's kind of more of a rugged, rugged London accent. <laughs> what? I'm just withholding my most offensive British accent impression. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my goodness. Like I felt it bubbling in my chest and then I was like, push it down. <laughs> <laughs> Turn it off. Um, so it's Boyfriend Material by Alexis Hall. And then the sequel is called Husband Material by Alexis Hall. So I will just let you leave you to the imagination to what happens. And for people wondering, it's only, it's like one chili pepper. So it's more of the sweet and fun and not the spicy and hot. Mm. Not like red, white, white and royal blue. No, (laughs) not like what you guys read. No, I had to take a break from the ACOTAR series. So I read. Oh my gosh. So this is what I read instead. Court of Silver Flames, man. Like, they didn't, they couldn't, you know, they were descriptive enough in the other books, but why in the fourth book? Why did they have um, to, like, up it? If Gosh. you want to read a book that has the quote, it's too much. I will put you on the table and eat you like a Thanksgiving feast. Um, <laughs> maybe not a direct quote, but close enough. <laughs> then read the Akatar series. Gossip Girl. No, I knew. I knew you were going to bring, bring that up. Because <laughs> Gossip Girl, she's like, did somebody order a Thanksgiving spread? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay. And then the vampire guy is like, no, <laughs> I don't want to have sex with you right now. I want to vanquish things, my father. These two things are completely unrelated. And also, he's not a vampire, they're humans. And he the is. books that Steph is talking about, our fantasy and they're literally flies away and they're fairies (laughs) (laughs) gossip girl out of context love it yeah i've seen so much gossip girl and that's the story i've pieced together (laughs) um I would okay. love to do an episode where you just, you where just I tell relay the story, the of, Gossip story of Gossip Girl based on what you think it is. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of um, when, like, I had a birthday party and we were. I was like, "Hey, you guys watch Big Hero Six? I'm gonna go make sushi for everyone." And then I came down at the very end. Like, I saw the first half, like maybe first minute, and then I saw the last half. And I was like, oh, he's finally reunited with his former self. And everyone's like, that's his brother, you motherfucker. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I didn't know. Like, I thought it was about time travel. <laughs> nope. Yeah. No. I found y- You've out. seen it since, though, right? Yes, and it's wonderful. Oh, okay, good, good. Um, so, I love that movie. It's fantastic. And it was better than what I thought it was. 
which was it's pretty so good. good. I do love Big Hero Six. So, yeah, um, my little Nos Junior X is Galdive, G A L D I V E. So, um, she's an artist that my husband got me into um, because on our very first date, he played her in the car. And I was like, who is this? I've never heard of this person. And she's very, like, kind of classy. I don't know how to describe her. Her music is very, like, classy, chill step. So she has this kind of cabaret singer voice that mixes with, like, a little bit of chill step and, like, bass and stuff. And, and it's just, like, really pleasant and easy to listen to. Um, but I just had to give her a shout out because like I've really been enjoying her music at work and um, her songs are just so cute. Like I want to say like Crazy Driving and Puzzle and Pocket are my favorites right now and they're all on her album Canvas which came out in 2021. You guys have to listen to her. I think you I think at least one of you would be really into her. So no actually Marley I think you would like her too. She sounds too chill for me, though. I don't she's like not, chill music. She's not like Billie Eilish chill, where it's boring. Like it's poppy. It, like it's got like a it's got a beat. Okay, I'll give it a try. So like chill step is like dubstep, but not so like. Well, so, well, like this. Yeah, your your dubstep impression is spot on. Thank you. That's how I feel when I listen to dubstep. <laughs> I'll probably edit it out because it's really terrible to listen to. <laughs> Dubstep's not bad. Don't get me wrong. I just have to be in the mood for it. Next episode of Cussings and Cupcakes. Why does Lindsay hate Dubstep? Yep. <laughs> all right. Until next time. Thank you guys for listening so much. Make sure to check us out on all the socials. Hit it, ladies. And Twitch. Social. What's a social? We're on. Instagram. Social. TikTok. Social. Facebook. Social. Instagram. We already said that. Social. Twitter. Social. YouTube. <laughs> wow. Twitch. In case you didn't know, that was not planned. <laughs> it was very planned. We rehearsed We do it. have a video or two on YouTube. We, we do. do. But also make sure to check us out on Twitch. Uh, Marley and I stream Tuesdays and Thursdays um sporadically in september but hopefully a lot betterly in october yes yes but we appreciate you we appreciate your listen we appreciate your bright smiling face on this earth and hope that we you listen to us next week bye Bye. (laughs) next time grab a friend eat cupcakes play video games Goodbye. This has been an Age of Geek media production.